Good morning, good morning, good morning. So, good morning and welcome to Angie's Room. Um, I'm going to start this morning with saying the scripture, um, through God, all things are possible. And I'm going to start with that. And that's not the full scripture, but, you know, I'm asking God to make me more familiar with scriptures so that I don't have to go and look at them like they will just be embedded in me and I can just fluently just recite them. So I'm working on that. But all things through God are possible. And last night, so, you know, sometimes I think about coming up here and I, you know, kind of know what I was going to, what I'm going to talk about. And sometimes just as God moves me closer um, to him and I begin to constantly heal and get the closeness to things in my life that may have took a toll over me. God is bringing peace to me each day. And I was like, I have to get up here because, you know, this needs to be said because I always feel like someone is going to come and listen and it's going to lead them to a part of their journey and a part of their process. So I had told my two brothers, I have two brothers. Um, well, I have more than two brothers, but my two brothers that, um, you know, I'm close, close to, I had told them both that I had wanted to get together, um, so we can go and eat and just spend time with each other. And, um, one of my brothers, um, he always, you know, get us together and he always pays for everything. And mind you, I'm older than both of them. Um, but one of my brothers always gets us together and he always, you know, pay for everything. So I said to him, hey, let's get together. This time, this will be my treat. And, you know, they were like, bet, cool, we're going to do it. And as time was getting near, I was like, okay, well, maybe we can do it for the new year because 2018 was wrapping up. But this is another thing why God's timing is perfect because God will arrange it without you even knowing like his timing is perfect. So my brother reached out and said, Hey, let, let me, let me take you up on that offer. How about we go to dinner tonight? So I said, okay, let me get in contact with my other brother and you know, let's set it up. So boom, we set it up and our intentions was that we were going to go and have dinner like we normally do. And, you know, just do the, the sister brother thing. But last night was so different from any time that we've ever sat down. 
I mean, we've always had a great time. But last night was like, just trumped every other time that we ever got together. So, me and my two brothers, we all are Presbyterians. And so we always, you know, have a great time just off of that fact alone that we all share the same way that we eat, you know, very healthy. Um, we we kind of go between all three. So veganism, vegetarian and pescatarian. One of my brothers were like straight vegan. And then he let me know, like, you know, I kind of after a year and a half kind of like fell off a little bit and I had seafood. So we went to this restaurant in Terrytown, New York, called the, um, I think it was called the Sweet Green Grill, Sweet Green Grill. And can I tell you guys that if you're ever in Westchester, check it out. I mean, I don't know if your experience would be exactly like ours because I really believe that God destined that to happen. Um, that that place was the place that we needed to be at so we can have the dialogue that we had. So from the time we went in, um, I looked around. The place was filled with like straight white people. Um, and then as we sat down at the table, I did see a couple come in that was biracial. But for the most part, it wasn't a great, huge amount of black people. So the people were just amazing there. We sat down, we began to talk about, you know, what everyone is doing um, in their life because we don't get together as much as we should. Um, we see each other all the time, of course, on social media. We keep in contact, but, you know, it's always like brief conversations. So last night we opened it up, the dialogue up with, you know, how's everyone doing? Um, my brother recently became a real estate agent. So, you know, we spoke about that. We spoke about my business. Um, my other brother, like he works with computers. So we just spoke about like, you know, how everyone is doing with, their work field and just telling one another, like encouraging each other, lifting us up, just basically telling each other, like we're proud of one another, you know, it's great, the things that we're doing, the things that we see on social media. And we were just like, first, like congratulating each other. And then the discussion geared more towards our mom, which, you know, my mom passed away three years ago. And you know, it was cool. We spoke about her, but then the discussion became deeper and deeper and we began to share our experience growing up, living in a home, being amongst our mom and, you know, just how we felt um, as children, the expectations that we had of our mother. So like I said before that, you know, as I started to grow, I felt like this disconnection, like I didn't feel that she was as one-on-one -on -one time that I needed her to be. And, 
my one of my brother's experience different you know he felt very close with her um he shared a lot of things with her and my other brother who is like I always call my favorite but I now know that it's not so much that he's my favorite but he has so many similarities and traits of myself and this is why I draw it very near uh, near to him because I've seen a lot of me in him very bold very strong very courageous and you know we sat and we discussed the experience of our timing with our mother and him and our experience was like the same like you know so um you know back in those days what were you going to call it the early 80s or whatever the early 80s because I was born in 75 um you know everyone's mom had experienced something at that time or another whether they were a drug addict um, whether they were alcohol, something, you know what I'm saying? And our mom at the time basically, um, experienced dealing with cocaine, right? So that's the part where I felt that I didn't have that close knit time with her because later on in my life when I was in either junior high school or high school I had experienced that she was using drugs so um it really broke me because I had always imagined just my family being kind of like the Cosby so we lived on this block that pretty much everyone's mom was doing something you know there was like crackheads um people's moms was crackheads people moms was heroin addicts and at that time I had no idea what any of that meant what it looked like nothing so I just knew that their parents was just not like my mom you know what I'm saying so I had built this whole thing in my head, in my mind that, you know, we were like this whole Cosby family. So when I found out that, you know, my mom was using it, it broke me. Right. So that's when it all started. Um, it, it, it made me very angry. Um, and it just, it just destroyed me inside because like I just said, I had this thing in my Part where we were such different from other families on the block and when I realized that we weren't you know what I'm saying it did something to me mentally as a child and I just stuck with it and as I grew um it began to mentally break me down that this woman that I imagined and this family that I imagined was nothing that I imagined. So we just spoke about, you know, we just opened up and we just shared how, you know, me and my brother, who I said is my favorite, 
we, we realized that we had harbored these same feelings towards her, even though we loved her dearly, but we spoke about how we wanted certain relationships and we wanted certain closeness with her that we weren't able to have because she allowed that to be in the way of, you know, just being who she could have been. And we also realized that that was something powerful over her that hindered her from giving us what we wanted, not so much because we never wanted for anything food wise, clothes wise. You know, we were never homeless. We never experienced um, lights off. And like she was like a functional addict. You know, although she did cocaine, we never really like knew, like, again, like I said, I experienced it when I was in either junior high school or high school, but we also began to talk about what led her to that. You know, my mom lost a child, um, which was my brother at two years old. So we also began to have an understanding as to you know, what was the cause effect that got her to be, you know, this parent that was not so, you know, what we imagined, what we expected, you know what I'm saying? And me and my brother, who I said that is my favorite, we realized last night that we had so much similarity ways of the way we thought and the way we felt um, and how we weren't able to bring her certain places because secretly we were embarrassed and we didn't want anyone to know. Um, and then my other brother, on the other hand, was just like, you know, even though I knew, you know, I always was proud of her. I didn't mind, you know, bringing her to different functions. I didn't mind having people over. And let me tell you guys, my house was flooded. I, I think I did speak about that in one of the series how there was just always someone there. But him and I, my other brother, the favorite, well, not the favorite, but the one who's so much like me, um, we, we both had the same feelings. We were both very hurt. We were both very torn. We both were very disconnected, you know, to the family because of that. But then we also spoke about at the end before she passed away, how she just totally after all those years, just went cold turkey and, you know, just gave it up. Um, but we also spoke about, you know, like it kind of hindered us, but not hindered us in a way where we were bad, where we were able to rise above and, and just be these extraordinary people um, that we are today. Because instead of taking our brokenness and letting us, letting it hinder us that we took it and we did something great with it and it, it was just it was just like no other I mean we cried we laugh um and the people that at the restaurant you know God made it where it was it was accepted for us to be there and do that like, no one never came over to the table um, and interrupted. It's like they stood back and they watched um, just us shape all around 
I mean, I doubt they heard everything. Like, I'm sure they got like a little insight of what was going on, but they just stood back and they just let it happen. It's like they just let God have his way. And the place closes at 10 o'clock. We were there, guys, to like 11. We were never interrupted. They never approached us and told us in a friendly manner that, you know, we needed to leave because they needed to close. They just let it happen. They just let it happen. And I just thought that, you know, that that was another moment where God was there. He showed up and showed out and he allowed, you know, people to respect what he had already put in place because we did not know that we were going to the table and that what was going to happen, that we were going to open up this dialogue, this discussion where we were going to begin to heal right there, like just right there. Um, it was very cleansing and it was things that we didn't even know that we were feeling. Um, we, I spoke about, you know, my domestic violence relationship. And it was just like, they, they express how, you know, they never knew that that was going on. And granted they're, they're younger than me. So I'm 43. Um, they're like 30. Yeah. I think one of them are 30 and one of them, are, you know, almost close to getting to 30, but they express how they never knew that this was going on, that they always seem you know, my, my children's father in this, this different light, you know, and one of my brothers who, you know, he looks just like me, um, expressed that he sensed it, that he can sense that my father was a very weak, intimidated individual, but because he was so young, you know, it was nothing that he can do. It was nothing that he can say. And then my other brother was like, wow, like, I didn't know that. Like, I've seen him as this great person. Like, he always came to the family and took us out and gave us money. And it was just amazing to be able to hear them and also for them to hear me. And they and then they look at me in my life now. And, and you know, like, they always was very um, just like, proud of me and just looked up to me as a big sister but it just made them see like wow like yo you went through all of that and here you are today and it was just amazing it was just like again like I said healing is everlasting you know what I'm saying it will always be a process that you will always come across things where you begin to nurture that part of you um but then there's still more stuff that still needs to be nurtured but god will get you to a place where you're sustainable that you're able to go forth with other parts of you that need to be healed and nurtured and we left the restaurant and we were so deep in the conversation that we came back in front of my house and we began to allow it to continue to happen. We continue to pour out into one another. And we, we, the bond that we have is now is definitely unbreakable because the things that we sat and we shared and we understood 
it it allowed us to know each other individual more and more on a personal level we begin to respect one another's views so that we were able to continue the dialogue so like one of my brothers is this is funny because he's when i say extremely smart he's extremely smart his ideas but he's like one of those people that is like we would make jokes and be like call him like tommy from martin like you don't have no job and last night was very different like we didn't do that like we really sat especially myself I really sat, I didn't criticize, I didn't make a joke about it. Like I opened up my heart, I heard him, I felt him, like it was so different. And man, I never thought that we were going to go out to dinner and that that was going to be the beginning of our bond to become closer, you know, and uh, we spoke about my mom like a lot. You know, we had good conversations about her. It's not like we were there raining down on her, but we were also getting understanding and having understanding now that we're adults um, that it wasn't something that she set out to do because feeling hurt is like you feel that a person set out to hurt you, but we gained um, a concept that we realized that it was something bigger over her that basically took control over, you know, why she wasn't able to do for me, like us go and get our hair done together, um, us go and do our nails and our feet together and just have dinner, just her and I. We understood why those things were not able to happen because, you know, she was defeated. You know what I'm saying? And um, how we wanted so much more from her, not so much for us, but just for herself. So my mom, she worked, but she wasn't like a working parent like myself. My dad was there and he basically provided for the family. You know what I'm saying? And this is how we were able to do the things that we did, have the things that we did, had. Because again, we never wanted for anything um, my sister and I went to Catholic school. Um, my mom made sure that no matter what was going on, she gave us the best of the best. And we, real, we, we knew that her love was so powerful. You know what I'm saying? So like, even though what I wanted from her, like the nails and the hair and the dinner and all of those things, her love was like, it was strong, you know what I'm saying? And we recognized just so much. And man, it was just so un unexpected. And it was at the same time intentional. And we didn't even know it was going to be like that. But we embraced it as it came. And we all agreed at like three o'clock in the morning, like, wow, like this was, this was dope. Like, I said, wow, this was like a podcast, like, and they agreed, but, you know, going through it, it was like, it wasn't the time for that, but it would have been great because the way the dialogue went, you know, we went from laughing to crying, from crying to, you know, really talking serious, and, and it was just like a back and forth, and we all left one another feeling 
closer than we ever felt before. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, I was blown away to the fact, to the point that I got up this morning and I began to cry, but not crying in a way where I was sad. It was like a rejoiceful moment. It was like, God, you did it again. You you showed up unexpectedly and you met me where I needed to have that last night in order to go to the next dimension. So again, when I said in one of the podcasts about separation, isolation, I'm telling you guys, like, Isolation is not always a bad thing. It's because God has things that he needs to do with you. And if you're not isolated, you won't be able to receive that because you won't be able to know the next move. And again, when I say know the next move, it's not that you literally know what he's going to do. Because last night, I knew that I told my brothers that we were going to get together And that we were going to have dinner. But I had no idea that it was going to be that. It was going to be. And I made a joke. And I was like. And look at that guys. We didn't even need Ayala. Like we sat there. And had a a Ayala moment. Without her. You know what I'm saying. And it was amazing. It was just like huge. It was amazing. We sat and did something that people pay to go and have sessions we sat and did things and spoke about things and healed our own self where you have people that write to go on these shows to receive this and to hear somebody basically kind of like tell us what needs to be done or it, it was just amazing and I was like woke up I opened my eyes and I just sat on the side of my bed and I just the tears were streaming because it was like God you did it again and that just means that now he's ready to birth something new because we sit as people and we you know say things like no I'm good no I'm okay well I forgive her well I forgive him But God knows your heart and God really knows what's really going on in the inside. And he knows when you're ready to move and when you still need to address certain things. And he knew that that was something that I needed because I did tell you guys um, like a few days ago, a spirit of moodiness came over me. And that's because there was still uncovered things that needed to rise to the surface for me to release to be set free to be able to move forward to the next dimension if that makes any sense to you guys so it's just like I just encourage people like I said before before I didn't know what a healing process was I thought it was just getting away from everybody and just being in the own circumference of my own home just by myself, but it's more or less, you know, going and, and tackling those things and just having, having the dialogue and releasing that, that, that those feelings that's inside of you 
like really being able to attack that, let it out um, in order for you to move forward. And last night, I'm telling you guys, we thought that we were just going to this new restaurant and to try and the experience that we had there was just like no other. And I don't think that another family would experience what we experienced because that was destined to happen. That was a moment just for us. Like God set it up where that it was supposed to be perfect. That's why they say God's timing is perfect. Everything was perfect about it. The place, the people, the food, the hospitality, um, the service. It was just amazing. Like I tipped that man like I, I never tipped anybody. And I go to different restaurants and it's always like very minimum. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just was like, I was grateful. And I turned around and the whole team, they were all standing there watching me and my two brothers leave. And they had these smiles on their face with this also a strange attached to them like like they they watched us like these are different type of people you know what I'm saying it was just like they they just seen they seen the the newness in us as we got up and walked out it was it was a look that they didn't have when we walked when we walked in it was like they had this look like wow they're these people are just they're different. Like, and I told them, I was like, oh my God, this was so great. You guys are great. You guys are amazing. Um, I'm going to tell everybody about this place. But again, I don't think the experience is going to be like ours because ours was supposed to be that way. We were supposed to have the ex experience that we had there. You know what I'm saying? And God doesn't do everything for everybody. So it was just like, um, it was, it was amazing. And, ah, uh, like the more I speak about, you know, things that I felt, things that I was harboring, the more I'm renewed, I'm restored, I'm refreshed. And the more I'm giving my uh, myself an opportunity to have new things birthed inside of me, and the more it's going to be able to now come to um, pass and to form, and God is just going to do just so more, much more of great things with me because he sees now, okay, now you're ready. Um, and that, that's the thing, like God will give you things, but if he feels that he can't trust you, um, and that you're not able, right. He's never going to just throw you out into the fire. Um, he needs to make sure that you're ready, that you're able, that you can handle it. And before he gives you something, he will set it up where you're able to be ready you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, I, you know, if you don't know him and you don't have that relationship with him, you may not understand. But if you know him, then you understand the fullness of what I'm saying that, 
when he gets ready to give you a big blessing, he needs to be able to trust you first. He needs to prepare you like a father. You know, your father's about to send you off to, let's say, college. You know, he needs to know mentally, spiritually, spiritually, emotionally, you're ready for this experience. A father is just not going to allow their kid to just be thrown or a mother to just be thrown out in the world when not making sure that they're ready, that they can trust, that they can stand on their own out there. So last night was one of those moments that God took that situation to be like, okay, I got something for her, but I really need to trust and and prepare her um, because I still see some things that I need for her to release. Just me coming on a podcast sharing with you guys about my mom and really letting you guys know why I felt that disconnection, why I felt like I didn't have the closeness with her. That's another step. That's another step, right? Because I wasn't sure at first if I wanted to do that, but it's like, how are you doing this? The whole point of it is to release and to let other people know that may be experiencing this and may be feeling like, oh, I don't want to say that, to let them know that it's okay, that it's for your good, that it's only going to get you to the next dimension of your life. Um, And it's only going to strengthen your heart. Um, Like I always say, God, do surgery on my heart. It's only going to condition your heart and it's only going to make you love like even more, um, and then God will be able to let, you know, what he needs to allow in your life uh, or the people in your life or back in your life because now he can trust you with them. He knows that you're not going to bleed on them in the wrong way and continue to hurt them. So, yeah, guys, I just had to come up and share this with you. Like my first thought was, oh, God, I got to pray about it and, you know, thank the Father, which I did. Um And then my next thought was like, oh my God, I got to call, you know, like my best friend and I just have to share it. And then I said, no, I'm going to share it with the people because this right here is something that someone else may need to, you know, hear. And, you know, again, as I always say, be set free. So I'm going to leave you guys with, yeah, like through God, all things are possible, man. And if you trust him enough, He'll, he'll do some things in your life that you're, you're not even ready for, but he will prepare you and protect you to be ready for what you think you're not ready for. And again, it's only for your good. It's only to get you to the next dimension. It's only dimension. It's only to get you to the next level in your life to be greater than, you know what I'm saying? It's all to help you, to shape you, to make you a better person to make your heart grow huger and where you thought you would never, ever be able to love, he will definitely put that in you, but he will prepare you. This is why they say it's a process, you know, and that's part of the process. He will begin to take things that you thought you would never share with people that you would never let out. He will begin to pull those things out and make you feel safe gracefully break you but let you see that oh my god it felt it was in a good way and you'll be surprised because you'll be like yeah I never thought I was gonna love like this but if you allow God into your heart he will show you what he can do so I'm gonna leave you guys with that 
Ah, man, I love you guys and be blessed. And yeah, until the next time, guys, have a great weekend.